Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. You can't sit and do nothing in business. You have to do the work. And that's by our guest, Darty Hines. <laughs> that was sneaky of me. So welcome again to The Profitable Photographer. I am super excited to introduce you to somebody that I can't believe we haven't actually met before because we have 200 Facebook friends and most of them are actually real in the flesh friends of mine that we have in common. I'm sure, and I'm sure that's true for him. So it's about time, don't you think, Darty? I agree, 100%. It is definitely yeah. about time. Yeah. So um, before I introduce our guest, I want to invite you to join my brand new marketing mastermind group called Your Best Year Yet. You can go to lucydumascoaching.com and you'll see the tab that says mastermind or just lucydumascoaching.com slash mastermind. I decided to start this by request and it's going to be a true mastermind. I'll be covering ideas for how we can market our businesses during this unusual time in history. And then you'll have the opportunity to get direct hot seat support from the group members as well. And I found that this format not only gives me great ideas that come to me, but while I'm supporting others, it seems like I come up with ideas I never thought of that I can use. So if you're listening to this in 2020, starting in August and uh, into the fall, I currently have 18 spots available as of early August and um, feel free to click on the link to have a quick chat and find out more. Oh, because I really, really, really want this to be your best year yet. So anywho, here are the details about Darty. Uh, Darty Hines is a husband, a father to three amazing girls, a photographer, and a marketing and social media fanatic. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> um, he has his PPA craftsman degree. And although he's very busy, he's always striving to find new and innovative ways for small business owners to succeed. He's been in the business for over 20 years with his wife, Michelle, and has consulted with many prestigious photography studios across the country. They are also co-owners of the educational conference SYNC, S-Y-N-C, and SYNC Sports. And they also have a marketplace called Remarkable Market. His specialty in photography is high school seniors. So welcome, Darty, and thank you so much for saying yes to be on my show. I am honored to be here, and thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, my, it's my joy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, can you share, I know one of the reasons you know so many people that I do is that you've had many of them speaking at your SYNC conference. So can you tell me just briefly what SYNC is and then why your heart called you to put this together? Yeah, SYNC's an educational conference, um, about three and a half days. Uh, we hold it down in Destin, Florida at a beautiful resort called the San Destin Beach and Golf Resort. Uh, and it's heavily based on, the education is heavily based on high school seniors. And um, photographers come from all over the United States. Um, even last year, we had somebody come from Australia. We got a few from Canada. 
Um, and so we go down there and we um, have three and a half days of incredible education, uh, just con you know, connecting with each other. It's fairly, you know, it's a smaller conference. You know, we don't ever go over 500 and we like that because it, you know, kind of keeps it small and intimate where, you know, when you, I one of the things I love about it is when you go to lunch, you're going to lunch with a bunch of photographers and, you know, everywhere, we kind of take over the resort. So everywhere we go, it's people that you've been sitting in class with. I mean, you know, a lot of times, um, one of the cool things I hear a lot is the, the attendees will say, I was having lunch and I actually was sitting at the same table as some of the speakers. And, you know, I think that, you know, especially new upcoming photographers really get, you know, they're amazed by that, that they actually get to sit and eat with the people that are actually on the stage teaching. So, um, so that's really cool. And, you know, and, and then um, about five years ago, we started a second conference called Sync Sports and that one's for the volume sports and schools and dance schools uh, industry. So between the two of them, it's keeping us really busy. Um, the reason uh, we started that was way back in uh, 2008, in the middle of that recession, um, there, was a, there was an additional conference that was going on at the time and it had some financial difficulties and it went bankrupt. And so at that moment, we decided that it was something that we felt like that we were being called to do. Um, and the biggest reason behind that is because I'm very passionate about education and the value that comes um, from investing in your business and investing in yourself and then in, in investing in your family um, with educational content. And I'm definitely passionate, you know, not just because we own a live in-person conference, but I'm definitely passionate about that kind of educational event that when you go, when you go to a conference and you sit in a room with other like-minded individuals, you know, that you're really soaking it all in and you're, you're really concentrated on what's happening in that moment. Mm -hmm. And we're really strong believers in that in-person conference. And at that moment in 2008, um, that, that conference that went out of business was also based solely on high school seniors. And I felt like we didn't want to lose that because that was one of my favorite things to photograph was high school seniors. And I just loved it so much. Um, and I didn't want to lose the fact that there was not a specialty conference at the time that was really specializing in the education of high school senior photography. Yeah. You know, there was obviously other conferences around. I mean, you know, Imaging USA and WPPI and all those things, but they're very broad. I mean, we just really wanted to make sure that we were doing something that was highly focused um, on the high school senior market. Uh, and it was super important to us as high school senior photographers to make sure that that market was not forgotten or left behind. Mm -hmm. uh, there used to be a conference, uh, you and I talked about a minute ago, called SPA that would be in San Diego, Senior Portrait Association or something. Senior Portrait Artist, yeah. And at the time, I thought senior photography was the most boring thing in the world. And as as the babies I photographed began to mature, because I, uh, you don't know that I did uh, weddings for 12 years, and then I became the baby specialist before it was a thing, <laughs> even before <laughs> Ann Geddes made uh, adorable babies worthy of being, you know, wall, wall portraits and posters and such. Um, but then those babies became toddlers and you know, kept growing in a certain point where they were teenagers and my longtime clients asked me to photograph them, I, w I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing <laughs> because they're just, you know, seniors are at that prime, like factory fresh adult. <laughs> oh yeah. And also I know, and I remember my senior portrait, which it was only 15 minutes in a trailer behind the school, but it was the first time I felt 
seen. And he commented that I was photogenic and, you know, he wasn't flirting. He just boosted my confidence in a way that I, nobody had ever done before. So um, senior photography, you know, I really respect that that's your specialty. And I think, do you agree it's been much more creative over the last decade and a half and people are are wanting and expecting something more than uh, sitting in front of a background, turn left, turn right, <laughs> smile. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been in a business for, you know, at the beginning I said 20 years, but you know, I did the math and it's closer to 25. So I've seen a lot of different trends come and go, live through the digital revolution, um, you know, kind of live through that right around that same time of 2008, 2009, when a lot of um, part-time hobbyist photographers came into the industry as well and lived through that kind of situation. And you really have seen um, a huge change in the high school senior industry. Even now, you know, what we're seeing now is that a lot of high school photographers, high school senior photographers are kind of becoming almost like a influencer to try to, you know, really impact the lives of these teenagers. You know, I think that you've got to remember that sometimes these teenagers don't have, um, you know, maybe their home life's not the best or something along those lines. And mm-hmm. so you know, when they're out getting these senior pictures taken, it's, it's an escape from the reality of the moment. And the more we can make that experience for them, just as something that they're going to remember and, and be outstanding. That's, that's, you know, that goes back to one of my loves. That's word of mouth marketing is when those kids can leave that session and they go and tell their friends what an incredible experience that was. You will never get that kind of marketing from a Facebook ad or from mm. print mailing. I mean, it, word of mouth is still the number one reason people go to a different business or to a brand. So there have been so many changes and a lot of seniors seem to be taking their own pictures, having their friends do it. So I have a feeling that giving that kind of service and special attention uh, is one of the ways that you have um, pivoted, or maybe not pivot, you've probably always been doing that, but one of the ways that you're able to continue to be uh, successful and profitable in spite of the fact that, that a lot of senior portraits are not being done by professionals. Um, can you share a little more on that, some encouragement or your perspective on why the senior market industry is not dead? Oh, I don't think it's dead at all. I think that that's, um, uh, you hear that sometimes on social media where people are complaining and saying, you know, it's not what it used to be. And, um, and I agree with that to an extent, you know, you know, back in the day, I used to work at um, Larry Peters Photography in Ohio, oh. and, you know, and we were shooting, um, you know, there was six, at, at one point, there was six photographers shooting, you know, five to eight sessions a day, every single day, minus Saturday and Sunday, you know, so you know, when you do the math as a lot of high school seniors coming yeah. to the studio. Now, I think for the most part, those days are over. You know, there's mm-hmm. not really any studio that's photographing that type of volume with multiple photographers, but, you know, with multiple locations shooting, you know, thousands of seniors in one place. It's those, those days are really, I think we all have decided that those days are over. You know, however, 
Um, I think what has happened in the industry is that the your market or your customer base might be a little bit smaller, but your sales and the things that you're doing with them are bigger. So you, mm. you just kind of have made that adjustment where, you know, where you might have had, you know, a thousand seniors at a $400 average. Now you have, you know, a hundred seniors at a $2,000 average, you know, and so you're just kind of have adjusted those things as the industry has changed. Um, you know, and I, you know, and on average, I think, you know, most high school senior photographers these days, you know, are probably shooting between, you know, I would guess between 75 and about 125 seniors a year. That's probably what the average high school senior portrait photographer is doing these days. So our numbers have definitely changed. Um, but with that change, you know, we've just kind of learned to adapt and, and, you know, the, you know, think about the product line that's out these days. I mean, you know, one of the things that's a high seller in high school senior market is, you know, is albums and, you know, and you can charge a lucrative price for albums mm-hmm. and you should be. You should be charging a new kind of price for yeah. price for album because there's so you know it's a lot. It's a it's a very involved process and time is money. You know, so you know it's just a it's a matter of you know the market has changed. Is it and it's different. And I think that when when in marketing and in business when something is different, it scares people and and then it becomes a negative thing. And difference not always negative. Different sometimes is a positive. I totally agree with that. And I was doing the math. So if the average senior photographer has a hundred seniors per year and a $2,000 average, that's a $200,000 gross, which, you know, it's a a good living wage. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and here's my opinion right now, you know, in the senior market is don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, that's an obviously an old saying that we've heard a million times, but I think what we're seeing now in the industry is that those photographers who had very, you know, had high volume, we'll call them mid to high volume senior photography studios where they were doing maybe 500 to a thousand high school seniors a year, but now they might only be doing a hundred to maybe 150. They've had to diversify a little bit and add additional product lines into their studio. And I think that's smart. I think if you, if you were only doing one genre of photography, it doesn't matter what that it could be newborns it could be seniors it could be sports whatever you know the one genre mentality i don't think that's very smart right now especially in today's world i think that the more you can diversify your business um, and do different things uh, and offer different things i think that's a smart way and and to be honest i mean one of the things that goes really well with high school senior photography is two there's two things there's family portraits go hand in hand with high school senior photography if you're not doing family portraits with high school seniors i think that's a mistake and the other thing that goes really well with high school seniors is sports you know and when you can get involved with high school sports you can you know again that's a very lucrative area that you could add to your portfolio and and really bring in that extra money that you can use to you know care for your family and to maybe you know even buy that special lens you've been looking at (laughs) right or eat (laughs) eat exactly (laughs) i like Uh, to eat (laughs) yes or i i made it this is a segue darty but i I made a little discovery. Um, I'm sure you can imagine that when I started in this industry, uh, women were an extreme minority um, 38 years ago. And I would see a lot of photographers go into business, spend a ton on equipment, and then uh, within a couple of years have to sell it all and get a real job because I noticed guys like their toys. You, You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. So I was in a Facebook group and somebody was talking about their cost of running a business. And it was it was 
you know, women are, we're mostly in this for some reason. And one of them was like, well, I spend about $10,000 a year on props. I think it was a newborn photographer. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, backgrounds and clothing and drapes. And I'm like, oh, uh, (laughs) you know, tutus and and uh, baskets are the new for women are the are the thing that that uh, some women spend a ton of their profits on and then end up having to go get a real job. So, right. <laughs> which you know, I don't mean to stereotype us, but um, you know, women like to shop for pretty things. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> I have three I, girls, so I know exactly what yeah, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I've almost never purchased a piece of photography equipment unless I knew it was going to make the money back shortly, and unless it was something uh, just purely for the joy, you know, a new lens that that I would enjoy for myself creatively. Like, um, what were those little attachments where you kind of blur blur part of it? Um, like, like, a lens, like a lens baby, lens baby. Yeah. yeah i never planned to use that for for work um this is more of a fun thing but it's fun but yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> one of my little tips i've never given on this podcast is watch where you spend your money and make sure it makes you money because the latest greatest something isn't as important as money in our pocket that's my yeah i think a lot of times when you look at you know let's just use a background for an example you know there's so many backgrounds out there that are just amazing like you look at them you're like oh i want that one i want that one i want that one when i went when i was purchasing backgrounds i always looked at them and the fact of how can i use it in multiple different ways you know instead of you know it's very rare that i would buy a background that i would was a one-time use it was something that you know how can i use that over the course of many years with many different kinds of different sessions to get the most money out of that expense right and a lot of times um, there'll be two sides. I usually get uh, 10 by 20s. And so the the upper half might have more of a, a vignetted look to it. Or there's one I have that has a, a really beautiful soft scene that is like little mountains and a sunset and a field of lupins. A really, really pretty, really classic. And then the bottom half is all those colors blended together uh, without a scene. And so, so I use it, you know, the, the top and the bottom. Uh, at different times. And then it's also really cool in black and white, uh, either one. So yeah, smart. Uh, So many things I want to talk to you about. Um, So you mentioned that in the current world that we're in, we need to be marketing for the moment more than the future. Um, And I think people would really love to know um, what ideas you have for that. You know, if if there's any, any, explanation about what you mean by that but some ideas on how to pivot um right now and and get you know get through this whatever however long it's going to last and thrive and i'm guessing then be stronger at the other end of it so care to share (laughs) sure (laughs) um yeah i mean i i believe Marketing's weird, you know, and, and, and everything that's going on in the world really kind of influences what you're marketing, what you're doing as far as marketing goes as well. And I think that when, you know, I say right now, you know, we're, it's mid summer of 2020. And I think we all know what's going on in this world. It's a little bit nutty. Um, You know, we got the COVID-19 situation. that's really bad and it has impacted so many of our industry friends. And, you know, so right now, I really think that people need to be marketing for the moment because as you know, and as we all know, that 
things are changing every single minute. You know, it's like every time you turn on the news or look at a news article, you know, something new has changed or there's a, there's a, there's, you know, do this, wear this mask, don't wear this mask. All those kind of things are changing all the time. And I think as a business owners, you know, I, no, I do not think that you need to focus on the news and all the things that are going on in this world so much that it impacts your daily life. But we get a market for what's happening right this minute. And I think a great example of that is, um, I was talking to my friend Dave Drum a while ago um, from H&H, and he said, um, you know, we were talking about mask wearing, for example. And he said, you know, a lot of times what he does is he kind of watches what that person across from him is doing. If they are backing up a little bit while he's talking, he respects that and he you know, backs up a little bit himself too. To, so it's just kind of reading your customer. And I think that that's what we've got to remember is that when we're right now, when we're marketing to our clients, we've got to remember that there are some people in this moment at this time in the middle of 2020 that are very afraid of what's going on in this world. And they're very afraid of this virus that's happening. And we've got to respect that and treat them with a little bit of kindness and love. And so we got to market to them, you know, in a way that says, hey, you know what, you know, these are the steps that we're taking. And these are the things that we're doing right now today to make you feel comfortable when you come into my studio. And that's mm. different than what we would have been doing if this was not going on. We probably would have been marketing right now at this time. And, you know, you know, I think this podcast is going to run in August. You know, at this point, as a studio owner, I would be start be thinking about what we're doing in the fall and what we're doing for Christmas, maybe. Those would be kind of my marketing, idea, you know, things I would start planting seeds about. You know, you know, hey, it's we're getting into the fall. It's time for fall family portraits. And yes, I do think we still need to be doing that. But, you know, I think the marketing has just shifted a little bit where we're marketing more for the moment and not really for the future every single day. Now, I say that, but don't forget that you do have to market for the future. I mean, it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand, you mm -hmm. know, because if you don't, you're, you know, they're not going to know that you're there for them in the future as well. So I just think that we got to be very mindful about what's going on in the moment with our clients and, you know, and being respectful to them, no matter what their feelings are, you know, because, you know, like I said, some people are really freaked out. Some people are super comfortable and we just got to market to them a little bit different in that moment that we have right this second. That's a really good thought about um, using what's happening now to connect with people where they are right now. So is that what you're saying? Like that, that it's a selling point to be saying, here's our, here's our cautions. Here's why you can feel comfortable um, still having your senior portraits created or family portrait or whatever it is. Um, is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what we're saying. I mean, it just kind of, you know, we're, and I don't think that's different, you know, one of the funny things I think it's come out of this COVID thing is that I, you know, we're looking at, you know, this is any restaurant, I'm not going to name a restaurant by name, but you know, restaurants are posting on their social media or on their marketing that, you know, we're cleaning more than ever. I'm like, well, shouldn't you have been doing that anyway? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, know, you know, so I think that, as, you know, as we, you know, and it, we're just using COVID as the example, but this is true for just about anything. You know, when you talk about your, um, your process, you know, this is what goes on at our studio on a daily basis. These are the things that you should expect. Um, and, you know, and, and that, can be, that can be a couple different things. That could be a video link on your website that kind of explains, hey, this is what's going on at our studio. And these, you know, maybe it's a little short tour of your studio that kind of shows what they can expect when they come. And even if you don't have a studio, have you know, a video kind of follow you around on a session day that just kind of shows, you know, because I think a lot of times 
um, people come into, like, you got to think about your high school senior, for example, I like them, so we'll use them. Um, you know, sometimes when they come to you as a photographer, this might be their first time ever being photographed by a professional, you know, photographer ever. You know, we're not going to count the school photographer where they had underclass pictures, you know, that lasts all of 10 seconds, right. you know, but you know, this could be their first experience and they have no idea what's going to happen. And so anything that we can do to help ease their mind when they come into a session with us, I think that's super important. I think, you know, and that can be a PDF download, which is a great lead generator. That could be a, you know, a short video clip on your website or on social media, or even using Instagram stories to kind of showcase those kind of things and just giving them a little bit of behind the curtain of, you know, these are the things that you could expect when you come to our studio and this is how we're going to make you feel comfortable. And this is why you're going to have such a an amazing time you know and it really kind of gets lets their mind go at ease a little bit when they come into a place for the first time you know and someone shoves a camera in their face just right. i think it's just a, a nice relaxing thing to give them that you know you know you're gonna feel comfortable when you're with us you're gonna love yeah, it yeah i i just had a thought of somebody could do a really humorous rendition of this and like bring in i don't know a fire hose and you know, digitally uh, make it look like you're spraying disinfectant everywhere, or I don't know, somebody clever <laughs> could really make something fun with that. So, okay, so are there some specific tips? I know one of the challenges as a business coach right now is that many of the things that I suggest people line up uh, to start getting work fast is is events or shows um, like like a horse show or a bridal show um, and also uh, donations to charity auction galas and things and so now we're we're um, thinking in new ways creating new ideas for how to be seen and how to not just sort of stand around waving my hand saying I'm over here but how to pull people to us like um, like we do with those two examples so do you have two or three or four or 20 <laughs> okay two or three ideas of things that we can do specifically to be pulling new clients to us right now well number one you better start embracing the virtual technology because that is going to be something that's not going away for anytime soon I mean we're you know at in this phase of my life I'm event planner first and photographer second um, you know with the two events that we're running you know we are paying close attention to all you know there's a lot of organizations out there that are similar to like PPA you know that are for event planners and so we're really paying attention to those and the number one thing that everybody is saying right now is jump on board with technology so if you're you know and if you're new to technology or if something like Zoom meetings scare you, then I would start practicing because we do not know, you know, anything that's going to happen right now for the next month or two months or three months down the road. So again, living in that marketing moment right now, you know, what I would be doing if I am new to the, you know, to the virtual platform is learning as much as I can. Um, you know, Zoom with a friend so you can get to know all the different areas on the Zoom window and all the different features that it offers. You know, because I know a lot of photographers now are doing um, in-person sales via Zoom. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's super important to know that, and, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, yes, we do know that some places we're still doing face-to-face -face and that's fabulous, but some places are not doing face-to-face. -face, so we got to get on that virtual bandwagon and jump in there. And, and one of the things that you don't want to do is be fumbling around because you're going to lose the sale. Right. You're going to lose the moment, yes. you know, so learn how to share the screen quickly and learn how to press play on the slideshow quickly, you know, because none of those things have changed as far as how you sell your product. The only thing that has changed is the way that it's coming to 
to the client. So instead of being in person in a sales room and having a box of Kleenexes next to them while they watch a slideshow <laughs> with their child growing up, they're doing it at home. That's the right. only difference. You know, so you need to treat that sales session, you know, this exactly the same. If the only thing you're doing differently is virtual. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, I was watching um, Joey Thomas do a program for us and I asked him the question, you know, well, how do you sell albums when they, you know, when they can't feel and touch the albums? And so he had a very thin kind of basic album as a sample. And then he had a, hit one of his really nice albums as a sample. And he was saying, you know, he kind of held it up to the screen to me and said, can you see the difference between these two? Mm. He goes, so you have to use descriptive words. You know, you have to like kind of actually show two products. You know, this is a, this is a very basic cheap album. This is a high end luxury album, you know, and this is why we have this high end luxury album is because of archival paper and because of the leather covers, you know, and really mm -hmm. use a lot of descriptive words when you're, when you're working virtually, you know, so I think that's important. I think too, a second point would be, I'm, I think that a lot of photographers have got to really get involved with your community, your local community and do that as much as possible. And, you know, even, you know, you mentioned um, like bridal shows. Well, none of those are happening right now, you know, but will the bridal show be doing something virtually? Probably yes. And so when that day happens and the, and the bridal show, you know, department calls you and says, Hey, you know, we're going virtual. Number one, don't complain because they're, they're pivoting just like you're pivoting, you know, and, and it's stressful right now, you know? So I think, it, you know, one of the things we can do right now is not complain about everything and be very nice and kind to people as they're making these changes and adjustments to their businesses, just like we are, mm -hmm. you know, and jump on board because guess what? If you don't do it, somebody else probably will. And so if somebody else does it, they're going to take all those clients that you have. So you're, you're kind of being forced right now to do some things that you normally would not do, but great things come out of great things do not happen in comfort zones. Ah, you know, so you want to make sure <laughs> that, that's a great you know, quote. Yeah, I think it's John Acuff. I think he said that. Um, he's a business guy that has a fabulous mm -hmm. um, blog and he's just really intelligent. Um, so anyway, um, you know, we just got to make sure that, you know, I think a lot of times people, here's what happened in 2008. I'll sidetrack just for a second. Okay. Here's what happened in 2008 and 2009 when we had a, that really bad recession. A lot of photographers threw up their hands and said, I don't know what to do. And I don't, I, sh I don't think I should be marketing right now. And I don't have any money. And those photographers are no longer with us because they went right. out of business. Mm -hmm. And those photographers who said, you know what? I get it that money's tight and everybody's money's tight right now, but we're going to have to pivot and we're going to change. We're going to make some adjustments to what we're currently doing. They're still around and they're still surviving right now. And that's exactly what's happening right now in, in, two, in 2020. Right. Those people that were, that went, you know what? I'm not going to let this moment of stressfulness shut me down. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep pivoting. I'm going to keep marketing. Those people are going to be stronger than ever. And next mm -hmm. year they're going to just be, their businesses are going to, I just know it. Their businesses are going to be stronger than ever and they're going to they're going to make more money they're going to be happier you know everything is going to come back to them because they did not give up yes i um having been in this business now 38 years i've thrived through uh five recessions and every time uh, i watched people drop out and while they were dropping out what i did is i refined my marketing my sales ability my photography i made more connections i you know i used that time to get better on every level and then when things normalized then i was farther ahead than i'd been when it started with less competition i have a, a 
episode on this podcast already from, I think it probably came out the first week in April, um, where I shared all the, pretty much a lot of what you're talking about, about how to thrive in spite of uh, downturns or other life situations. I had a big medical thing and I had to have brain surgery to get a tumor out of my head, out of my sinus. And you know, in between doctor's appointments, <laughs> I worked smarter, not harder, so I yep. can keep going. You know, we there's personal COVIDs that happen in our lives. And um, so developing those survival tools, I really love uh, what you said, because that's what I'm hearing is, is um, we can get stronger as a person and a business person by not throwing up our hands and uh, saying, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I get it. Now, yeah. uh, so I'm still, so getting involved in a local community, how can you do that virtually in a way that's going to bring in business? Because I'm, I'm really like your first one was about once you have business, embracing the technology to do some sales. The second one you've touched on, but I'd like a little more meat about how how we can market virtually to local community you know any other tips you have any other ideas that you're exploring well i think one of the things that we saw um early on in this in 2020 with like april may at that time zone is we saw that a lot of tyrefers their businesses were dropping off because everybody was like you know we're going to stay at home and then the next thing we saw was all these graduations were being canceled or proposed or postponed so you know a lot of photographers lost income because they weren't able to do graduation photos and things like that but what they did do is they pivoted and i love that word because that's like the word of the year right now um yeah. they pivoted and started offering other things for the community. A great example of that is, you know, I think everybody saw on social media, everybody was doing these yard signs. Well, that to me was genius because it's doing two different, was well, doing a couple different things. One thing it's doing is it's bringing you income in a time when you weren't getting any from, from, you know, you were basically replacing some lost income. Now, was it the same income? No, it was not, but it was at least something coming in at that moment, which is important. What is Number a yard two, sign? I'm a yard sorry. sign, um, basically it's like this political yard signs that we would see everywhere. The difference is that they were putting um, graduation photos on it and saying like, congratulations to Jimmy, class of 2020 from whatever high school and so people like parents were buying those from photography studios and putting them in their yard to celebrate their senior because they weren't having graduation with photographs or i saw both there was both um some were doing with with photographs and some were just doing names okay. um you know either way they were designed you know the photographer was designing them in photoshop and uh, a lot of them were doing custom ones so if mm -hmm. the parent you know they had a senior picture obviously because they took senior pictures but maybe the you know the parent had a baby picture too and they wanted to add that or whatever they were customizing them even for the school in you know in school colors and all those mm -hmm. kind of things um you know and so they did that so they brought in income when they needed it number two is that supported the community because it showed me as a business owner i'm out there supporting your local high schools i'm supporting the community by doing these kind of things um you know, it just kind of shows community involvement which i think is super important mm -hmm. and then i had a third point and i can't think of it right this second <laughs> oh it, it's free marketing that's what it was it's, right. the third thing is it's free marketing because your work is now sitting in everybody's yards. I mean, and, and there were, I heard just so many stories about the success of this, you know, mm. where, you know, a photographer said, you know, I had a high school call me and they, they norm, you know, because most high schools have in their budget that they're going to offer, you know, maybe the, the class picture of 2020 and an individual picture with a cap and gown. Well, that money is now sitting there that, you know, that was budgeted line item. And so they were like, well, I have this budget. Now I want a yard sign or I want a banner for every single senior. Can you 
do that for me? And the answer is yes. I mean, you'd never say no to that. <laughs> That's, that is like a, you know, yes, absolutely. I can do that. And you, even if you don't know what you're doing, you go figure it out and you make it happen because that is like, like I said, that is awesome community involvement. And that is incredible marketing for you um, to be, you know, out there in the community and in the face of the community, right. you know, and so people were just, you know, I think that it's pivoting, you know, it's, it's pivoting your business to say, okay, in this moment, you know, what can I do to still bring in that income? Yeah. And it, you know, maybe it's not what I love to do, but that's okay. It's money. And you yeah. got to bring it in because you, you know, like you said earlier, you like to eat and say to your kids, you know, so <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever you, whatever you have to do to make that happen is you figure it out. You figure out okay. what else, what else is there out there right now that people need that I can provide. So I'm going to hold your feet to the fire just a little bit about, cause as of this uh, recording and post, we're, we're facing fall portraits and holidays. So do you have some ideas that people can do specifically to bring in new clients or old clients or, yeah. Anyway, what do you got for, for fall and uh, in the holidays? Because you've got your pulse, your finger, said that again, you've got your finger on the pulse of a lot, Darty being, um, you know, the sync event guru. <laughs> so a <laughs> couple ideas for, for what's coming up. Yes. First and foremost, don't think that people don't have money. I think that's a huge mistake that photographers are like, I think what I'm seeing right now, and I don't like this trend, and it's it's a little bit better now because we're you know in towards the middle of, of 2020. At the beginning, everybody was just giving every way, everything away for free because I think they felt bad, and we all feel bad, but we're also all running a business, right? You know, and so I think you know at the beginning of this crisis, it was like all I saw on social media was I will now do your senior pictures for free because I feel bad your senior year was canceled. I'm like, stop doing that. You know how hard it is to come back from free. It's like you, it's almost yeah. impossible to come back from free and to have a striving business. So, you know, that number one is don't assume that people don't have money because just because, you know, we are going to be in a recession for a while and unemployment is high right now does not mean that there's people out there that do not have money. Um, you know, out of my three girls, one of them was laid off. Two of them kept their job at a, at a you know, their normal pay rate and they're fine. You know, and I think that we, we get into this fear situation where we feel, think that every, no one has money. And so we start discounting heavily. And I don't do mm -hmm. that. Don't assume that. And don't assume that people don't want normal normalcy right now. They do want to be normal. So, you know, I would be like marketing family fall portraits right now heavier than ever. Because I think the, it kind of reminds me, um, if you will, Lucy, it kind of reminds me of back in 9-11 um, in when that went down. And right afterwards, I felt like there was really um, a boom in the photography industry, especially when it comes to family portraits, mm -hmm. because it was so important because of that huge tragedy that we all went through, you know, that people were like, they just put family kind of first for a little while mm -hmm. and I wish they would do that all the time but they don't um you know so I think right now people are like in that kind of similar kind of a mode where they're like I think family portrait marketing right now I would be all over that because I think it's going to be very lucrative this fall and start doing that now because you can't be you know I said marketing for the moment earlier but we're going to also we got to do both we're going to market yeah. for the fall as well because it's time I mean it's time to get those things on the schedule um, and start planning for that and again telling them how you're going to handle that situation 
situation, you know, and you can put on a 70 to 200 millimeter lens and you can stand back pretty far and still get an, an amazing yeah. family portrait without being up in their face um, and being super close to them. That's super easy to do, you know, so we can still do that in Christmas as well. Christmas is not canceled. <laughs> I think we've got to remember that, that all those things that, you know, I think we'll, every, you know, a lot of people are freaked out right now um, looking at the photography business and, you know, and kind of worried. And I've got to remember that these things are not canceled. They're just going to might, they might just look a little different. Right. And so we've got to do those a little bit differently and, and kind of think outside the box a little bit, you know, and we're going to, you know, I know there's a lot of people that do like those limited edition sessions that are, you know, maybe they're um, like a little short time period, maybe 15, 20 minutes. And they're, it's a high volume kind of a session during the holidays. And you can still do those, but you might have to stretch them over the course of two or three days versus one day to, you know, to um, make those appointments a little bit farther apart. Mm -hmm. So you can clean between, or you can just, or there's not people waiting in the lobby. You know, if you have a studio with a lobby, there's not people waiting there to be photographed. What I'm saying is start planning now, right. you know, start planning. Now. How am I going to handle all my volume sessions for the holidays? When the holidays come upon us, what, how am I going to schedule those things? And here's the best thing that can happen. The best thing that can happen is when we get to, you know, October, November, December, we're photographing all these kind of things. Things have settled down a little bit and we can put more appointments in if we need to, you know, it, it's okay to put more appointments in, right. you know, but we want to plan that we're not going to be able to do that. We want to plan for the time that we're going to be given um, for those sessions that we've got time in between to do all the things that we need to do to prepare for the next client. So mm -hmm. preparation right now is, I think, really important, you know, especially as we're coming into that fall and that holiday season. Right. So one thing I heard in that, and I'm still going to keep trying to get a specific marketing idea from you <laughs> before we hang up. But I love that what I heard in that is, first of all, you got to watch your mindset. Because if you think people aren't going to spend money right now, they won't. But the truth is, like, women like to spend spend money. And there's not a lot, like shopping's not as fun. We're not traveling. Um, yes, electronics, but but people who regularly have, you know, a few thousand dollars a month sort of to do what they want with or 5,000, we're one of the few luxuries that people can, um, can purchase. And, you know, of course, we're most important thing anyone can buy other than health and, you know, food and <laughs> stuff. So, how would you be specifically getting fall family portraits? Would it be more online? Are there other kind of clever creative things? Uh, would snail mail be something that you do now? You know, can you give me a, a specific idea on I would do, I would do. I would do snail mail if I had the budget, but I don't know that that would not be priority for me. Okay. Um, I just feel like that it's, I have pluses and minuses on snail mail on, on direct mail. Let's call it direct mail. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that there's pluses and minuses to that. The, the plus is right now that there's very few photographers that are doing it. So you are going to stand out in a crowded market by mailing something. The negative is it's hard to get those, you know, legit customers that you really want. It's hard to get those addresses. Right. You know, so that's, that's like, you know, so it has pros and cons. Okay, you know, and so, so if, I guess for me, if I could figure it out um, and, and I had a good, if I had a good database of um, client addresses, then yes, maybe I would send them something, but it's not, I wouldn't send them a postcard. I don't think that's good enough today. Um, I would send maybe a small little token, a gift, mm -hmm. maybe this, you know, and then inside with that little, maybe it's a little small box with a gift in it. And then inside there, there's also a reminder of, Hey, coming up this fall and, and holiday season, here's what I'm going to be offering for 
to you. Okay. Um, and I think also uh, testimonials are one of the strongest things that you can do. And if you've done a, um, we're just going to use family portraits for the example, because that's kind of the season we're getting ready to come into um, for fall. Um, if you've done a recent family portrait and that client did really well with you and you had a great relationship with them and the sale was good, I get a testimonial right now. And even, you know, a video. And what would you do with that though? I'm, I'm still um, a little the in testimonial, the dark. I, I would, if I could do it the way I'd want to do it, I would do a video testimonial and then I'd slap that sucker on social media and let it start to do a viral thing, you know, and tug at the okay. heartstrings. I'll give you a good example. Um, a couple years ago, Clark and Rachel Martin um, came to sync and they were going to uh, do a pre-con class for us. And she put together a, a video that tug at the heartstrings. And I think that that is okay. I mean, it can be done really well and it can be done very classy. Now, obviously you don't want to put fear into people's mindset because I think people are tired of fear right now. I think that people want positivity. Yeah. So tug at the heartstrings in a very positive way um, and do a little video montage of some sort telling a story about a family that came in or even a senior. I mean, this can be done for anything. I mean, yes, it can be done for a senior as well, but telling the story that is behind that client and why they came to you and what it meant to them to get that photograph taken and then put that video out there. And that's when Clark and Rachel did that for one of their classes. And, and she talked about how, you know, she was, you know, in the kitchen crying because she couldn't make the money that she wanted to, to provide for her family. And she changed her mindset and she, you know, now she has, you know, 5,000 and $10,000 orders on a daily basis. And she, you know, kind of took the, the attendee through this journey of, you know, I feel what you feel and this is the change that I made. And these are the results that I have. And these are the things that are going to happen to you when you take my class, that class booked up so fast because mm -hmm. she taught, she was authentic and she talked to their heart. And right. I think right now people are wanting that they're wanting somebody who's going to talk to their heart. They're going to want authenticity and they're going to want positivity right now. And, and I think if you can market those things, then you're going to see great things that's going to happen in your business. Yeah. So it sounds like social media is one of the biggest ways that you feel um, getting getting the word out in our community, getting people to book us, that that's our strongest avenue. Well, everybody's right there. <laughs> everybody's there. Everybody's yeah. there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I've always been a big believer when it comes to marketing that I'm going to market any way that I can because, yeah. there, you know, because there's no reason not to. I mean, if, if somebody would call me up and say, hey, you know, no different than you. Hey, would you come and do my podcast? Yes, I will do my podcast because I'm going to share some great things with you and I'm going to share some business advice with you. But we're also, you know, uh, you know that at the end of most podcasts, I say, what are your offers? And so we're going to talk about that as well. You know, so anything, anytime someone would call me, even if it's in the community, if the community says, you know what, hey, I'm getting ready to do this virtual online charitable auction, would you, you know, donate something to that? Absolutely, yes, I'm going to donate something to that because you just need to get one or two client, good clients out of that particular situation. You know, that again, that one client tells, you know, because people, people like to spend money with people they like and people like to do business with people they like. And so a lot of times if you get a really good client, you know, a charitable auction is a great example example of that. You get mm -hmm. a great client from that. And then they tell a friend, you know, that is in a similar kind of financial situation. And then that friend tells a friend, next thing you know, you've expanded that client base. That's what happens. I mean, that's why we do marketing because we want to, we want to market to people that like our business. And then we want them to bring their friends because we like working with people that they like. You are just a fountain of ideas and inspiration and education. Well, thank you. Ooh. I've been around for a while, Lucy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I've been around a while too. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
So uh, we're almost out of time, but I know that uh, you have, that you've got sync scheduled. Sync rocks, by the way. That's <laughs> So um, first of all, I want to know how people can get in touch with you if they have questions. And also, um, I think you have a special offer. Uh, so can you tell us a little about what's happening with Sync and that special sign up and how to get in touch with you? Yes, absolutely. And thank you for letting me do that. Um, Sync is happening no matter what. So let's just be straightforward on that right now. Um, we have every plan right this second that is going to be in person because our event's not until March. So we are just praying that, you know, by the time March gets around here, we're all going to be looking a little bit better. I um, mean, things going to happen as normal. That is what we're hoping for. And that's what we're praying for. So um, that's what, what we're doing. You know, that's kind of one of the weird things right now is, you know, I think we were kind of planning for one thing, but in the, we're also kind of co-planning for something else just in mm -hmm. case. <laughs> and I think that's okay in business. You got to kind of have two, you got to have your A plan and your B plan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so Stink is in March. Um, what we have done right now is our normal price for this event at this time of year um, we have early bird and late registration but currently right now our price would be 599 and we've actually lowered that price to 449 um just to kind of help out because you know and, and i think it's okay you know i'm going to do a business lesson in my little my my sales pitch here too um i think it's okay to help out your clients but don't give it away for free i think giving away for free is a mistake or mm -hmm. deeply discounting is a mistake right um and so you know i think a slight discount like what we've done um we went from 599 to 449. Um, you know, and that's a price that we can live with. That's a price that we can still, you know, we're going to make a living for ourselves and be able to put food on our table as well. Um, you know, and so, you know, those kind of things is what we want to do. And, you know, and to be able to help our community because photography community is super important to us. That is our client base. Um, and so we want to be there for them. Um, so we have temporarily lowered that price uh, until uh, I believe it's October 15th, they can register for 449. Um, and so that's what we got going on with Sync. And the easiest way to get a hold of us, um, if you just go to our website, which is syncrocks.com. Um, everything's there. You know, it taught, you can see sync, you can see sync sports. Um, and then you can also hit the contact us page. And that comes directly to me and my wife. We're the ones that own it. We're the ones that run it. Michelle and I, you know, if you email it, you're going to talk to us, you know, so there's nobody mm -hmm. else here answering emails, but us. So um, that's the easiest way to do that is just to head to the contact us page and, cool. and you know, go in for that spot. Cool. So, um, there's about four other topics that um, I might like to get you back on the podcast sometime to <laughs> chat about because um, you sent such wonderful notes and I'm like, I want to talk to him about all of this. Um, <laughs> but if there's one last piece that you want to be sure that people take away from this conversation, a uh, bit of advice, education, what would that be? <laughs> I think right now, I'll give you the piece of advice that I think you got to do right now. And that is the keyword of the year is pivot. Um, and I think that if you're not pivoting right now, that's a big mistake. And and you got to do that in a lot of different ways. You know, you might be pivoting your marketing because, you know, because this is all because of COVID. I mean, let's just be honest, this is what we're talking about. Um, you know, so we're pivoting our marketing. We're pivoting the way we deliver our images. We're pivoting the way we're doing our sales and all those things that, that are kind of in our face right this second is we got to remember that it's okay. You're not the only one dealing with this. Every single family in the United States and across the world is dealing with this situation and we're all pivoting. So, and, and have a little grace because right now, you know, I think we all have to have a little grace with everywhere that we go, you know, whether that's a grocery store or the gas station or it's a photography studio, we just need to have a little bit of grace with our clients and with ourselves because we're going to make mistakes. Um, and some things may work great and some things may 
may not, but pivoting is the key to this. You know, a, a great example before I wrap up here is, you know, and when this all went started going down in the spring, we had our sync sports event scheduled in June. And, you know, we were not allowed to have that due to government relation, you know, um, government restrictions and those kind of things. And we could have just said, you know what, I'm throwing my hands up and we're just going to cancel it and we're not going to do it. And, it, you know, and, and, and we would have lost a lot of income. Instead, you know, he said this towards the beginning, we did the work. And that was kind of the phase, that was kind of the theme of what we talked about at Sync Sports was doing the work. And so we battened down, Michelle and I started taking lessons and doing our own educations on how to run a virtual event. We learned how to do new software because we, you know, there were some things that we never even, you know, even knew how to do. We learned how to do um, Zoom. We learned how to um, do a virtual trade show, all those kind of things. We invested in our business through education and through paid education to make sure that we were still able to bring in the income that we needed to provide for ourselves and our family. And we pivoted. And I think that the key thing right now is to know that we're not done pivoting. We're going to pivot a lot more before this year is over and to make sure that we're continuing to do that. And again, showing grace to ourselves and to our and to our clients and customers and our friends and our families. Yes. And if someone's listening to this 10 years from now, because what's cool is this is out in the interwebs forever, my understanding. Um, all of this applies to every time period, other than some specifics. Um, there's always change. There's always going to be, you know, within 10 years of the good times, there's going to be some times that are more challenging. And, you know, as I said, over 30, 38 years, this is my fifth or sixth uh, pivot opportunity. It's certainly different than anything else, but, um, but the tools are the same. The mindset is the same, which is keep going. Uh, I believe that what we focus on expands. So, you know, keeping our eye on, on the success rather than the challenges. So yeah, I love this conversation, Darty, and look forward to uh, more both in person and possibly another another interview. So thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for taking the time out to uh, share all this goodness. Well, thank you, Lucy. I really do appreciate you letting me be on here and, and chatting with you and getting to know you. It's been fun. Thanks. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to be doing that quick wrap up. But before I go, remember to check out lucydumascoaching.com, Lucy with an I slash mastermind to learn more about the um, very special group that I'm starting uh, early September. Uh, but you can certainly jump in in October, November, if that's when you're listening to this, as long as there's space. It's limited to 20. And right now there's 18 spots. I just opened the doors to it. And um, it's going to be both content rich and also the community of photographers supporting each other. That's the power of a mastermind group. This is going to be a true mastermind format with the side order of specific education on marketing ideas. And um, I'm sure we'll come up with new ones together that no one's ever thought about. <laughs> so a little quick wrap up. Um, Senior photography is not dead. That's one thing Darty has made clear that um, what's happening, the people that are succeeding are the ones that are creating a great experience for the kids. Um, sometimes it is like an oasis of, I don't know, joy or fun in the middle of the stress of their home life. And um, 
that what he's seeing in the industry as uh, someone involved with his sync program, his senior photography conference, is that people are having less clients, the bigger sales, $2,000 averages, selling albums, and uh, I would say also wall portraits and so forth. Marketing's a little different. Um, he also suggests if you're a senior specialist to diversify in a way that really fits the model. So it's easy if you're doing seniors to move into sports photography or family portraits, a lot of good ways to market the family portraits to your seniors. And he talked about that we need to market for the moment more than the future right now. Pivot is his keyword that we talked about a lot. Um, and one of the ways he suggests is a powerful marketing is to use what you are doing now that will make it comfortable for people that are a little scared to get out and be photographed um, you know, if they're worried and so forth, that one of the ways you're standing out in the industry is the care that you're giving to protect their health. Uh, let's see. He talked a lot about the importance, number one, of embracing virtual technology. It's not going away. And there will be times when the way we need to do our sales or our consultations, if we can't do them in person, if it doesn't feel comfortable, you don't have the right environment um, to learn how to do it virtually. And learn the ins and outs before you're online with a client fumbling because that will kill a sale. And also learn how to, he didn't mention this, but set some boundaries with it where people know just like when they come to your studio to purchase or you go to their home to uh, do your sales, that this Zoom call is the call that they have to, um, to order the photographs. Um, he talked about thinking of other ideas for ways to make money, uh, such as... Uh, you know, this summer, people were doing yard signs for seniors. And, um, you know, there's lots of different things people are thinking up to supplement their income right now. And watch your mindset. People have money. Don't discount. Don't give things away. It's hard to come back from free. It's hard to come back from cheap. Um, he said that right now using testimonials and videos can be a really powerful way to get our message out. Uh, on social media, um, keeping everything positive, tugging at heartstrings. And his final word is pivot. In our marketing, our attitude, how we deliver, how we sell, um, and know that we're not alone. Everyone's dealing with this. And there are people who are not just succeeding the way they did before, but they're like, like way more successful right now because they're focusing their energies on uh, what works. Sometimes a crisis can, um, can bring out uh, the, the fighter in us. So um, don't give up. Also have a sense of grace wherever we go. Um, and then the other big one, and you know, I'm all about this is invest in your education because the more knowledge you have, uh, the more success you have. So that is it for now. And I'm giving you all a virtual hug. Is there, I don't know if you can hear the construction outside, but I guess it is time for me to go. <laughs> um, be well and uh, see you next. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one -on -one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.